Hi everyone, welcome to the forecast. This is Alexia Landa and today we will be speaking all about Q&A. So those who follow me on social media know that on Tuesday I posted a story saying that the Q&A would be a bit different this time around and I will be focusing on about three to four questions today that were asked on the Q&A. And I'm focusing on the ones that are more connected to everyone that I think everyone will resonate with just so that it can be fair to to the audience. And I do want to say thank you. I'm very, very grateful for everyone who comes back every every Thursday for Q&A and participates and sends me messages, DMs, everything. I just feel blessed to to have all of you around truly thank you i i want to say happy september 1st this month i do want to emphasize that it is going to be a good month i received a lot of messages kind of scared of alexia i don't want to do revenge what should i do what should i avoid just avoid anything that takes you to those emotions avoid anything that makes you want to say something that you truly wouldn't say you're just saying it out of sadness or fear or or pain even don't connect to that just release it some other way so that you won't have to then think about oh i did this or i gave this person this much energy and i shouldn't have so it's going to be a really good month it's going to ask you to slow down. It's going to ask you to have patience. It's going to ask you to just connect with yourself and kind of exist and look around. I think this month everyone will truly look around and notice a lot of things they hadn't because you're paying attention. So it's truly just about a month that you have to slow down a bit so that you can truly see the, everything around you. Even go for walks and just look around. You might notice something you had never noticed. You can be like, oh, there's always been a red house on my left. I had never noticed. Little things like that. That might just bring in a bit of happiness and excitement in life. Enthusiasm. And for those who are traveling, um, enjoy. Don't think about what you should be doing. You shouldn't be doing that because you're supposed to be in the here and now. So what you're doing is perfect and it's part of your story. So just slow down. And when we don't slow down, we go into revenge. We go into um, just wanting to win something. And it's not about winning. It's about experiencing. That's where you win everything. So I'm going to start with the Q&A. I won't say names. I will just say the question. So the first question is, how do I focus on one true purpose instead of opening many doors? Well, I do want to say this speaks about truly finishing things because you can open many doors and it would be okay, but it's about finishing. Are you finishing every door you open? Are you seeing a result. That's where things get stagnant when we don't finish something. This means you have a lot of like fire in you. You have a lot of energy. You have a lot of life. 
you like new beginnings. You like to keep going. It's like, I have a new idea now. But it only means that you have to add a bit of discipline. I think that there has to be balance. And we can even go into like divine feminine and divine masculine and how that balance helps all those scenarios where you where you can open new doors as you're still working on something else, but you finish because you have structure, because you have discipline, because you're consistent. It's about it's about perseverance and maybe also changing the mindset into this day is something new. So I might be doing the same work, but I'm I can do it in a new way, add some new technique search something new that you can add to your work it's you can grow with whatever you're doing in the moment i i have one job but at the end of the day i'm always growing i'm always adding to it i'm i i channel i study with my guides i ask for them to send me new new um new people that maybe have different scenarios that I can speak to them about so that I can learn as well. So when you are doing a lot of new things at the same time, it means that you haven't found fulfillment. And the only way to find fulfillment is when you are truly focusing on you and not the external things. So you focus on you and you see your own growth. You see your own way of having that growth of saying, oh, okay, I work, I don't know, let's talk about an office job because I know those are the toughest ones sometimes. And I have a lot of clients that do have those jobs where they're sitting down from eight to five, nine to six. And at the end of the day, they tell me I do like my job. I just, it's just stagnant. So my physical body doesn't like it that well. My mind sometimes races into, well, I could be doing this or that. But then I go home and I'm like, but I am happy. So truly, it's about adding new routines in in that job. Taking a five-minute walk outside. Um, adding different scents in your office. Taking incense, taking candles. Smell truly awakens us. Adding a bit of just yoga on your chair so that you can stretch adding a new um technique adding a new platform a new just adding new to every day is going to actually help you start noticing that you have a lot inside because when we're stagnant it means our inner self gets gets annoyed gets triggered it's like hey we have so much to offer what are we doing? So you can start digging in, exploring, and maybe even taking those coloring books. I always, I know there's Mandela coloring books and I have some, but I always buy the 90s cartoon ones. I love those because they connect me to my inner child. And just five minutes of coloring truly changes everything. Or five minutes of watching a YouTube video of something else. I love working out, so I watch a lot of those sometimes. Or you can watch TED Talks. And just five minutes 
I know we live in a very in a society where we have to be so productive. And the reality is that to be productive, we have to be proactive. And being proactive means that you listen to your body and mind. And if it needs five minutes, it needs five minutes. If not, it's going to speak to you in different ways that it's going to feel very uncomfortable. So to focus is to sometimes unfocus so that you can come back ready to keep going and feel like it's a new beginning again because you're not just doing that in a very monotone way. And I hope that answered the question. Now I'm going to go to another one that I really loved. And I'm very grateful it was asked. I just do want to say that this is an open conversation. So it doesn't mean that I am... I'm saying everything that should be said. Maybe I'm missing out on something that should be talked about. I am open to anyone sending me messages about this and having their own um, opinion. I want this to be open. I don't want this to trigger anyone in any way or form. The question is, how can we come together as a collective to overcome the darkness? And I love the, this question, and I want to get into a topic that I don't think I've spoken about before. But for those who know me or I work with might have heard me say this. So think about the collective as this being that is trying to live a life as a healthy person. Everyone has heard about the microcosmos, the macrocosmos, what's within, it's outside. So Earth as a whole is one. We, we help this, this world kind of function. Obviously, Mother Earth does 99% of everything, just saying. But then the rest, it's uh, on us. And the thing is that sometimes we focus so much on external that we don't focus on the internal side. And we have to know that what we think is the energy that's transmitted externally. So if you're thinking in a very optimistic way, that's the energy you're putting out in the world. If you're thinking in a very pessimistic way, that's the energy that you're putting out in the world. So usually the cape on the ozone, when it's very dark, it's because the the thoughts are dark. The thoughts are filled with fear. They're filled with um, lack of faith. And I'm not talking about religion. I'm just talking about that optimism, that faith of tomorrow is going to be a good day. And obviously, there's, there are difficult times where it's difficult to be optimistic. But you can still connect to some sort of faith by breathing and saying, but I'm alive. And I think that to become one, to be together, to make a difference, there has to be conversations that have to do with everyone, not specifics that have to do with how are you feeling and why do you feel like that and going outside and not being afraid of everyone because we have to understand that everyone has a different education, a different 
mindset, a different everything. And maybe they do things in a certain way, but instead of being mad at them for that or them at us, we can speak about it. We can talk about it. So I think truly the only way to overcome this is through co communication. And if there isn't any, all of you are doing the right thing if you're working on your inner self. Because when you work on your inner self, that means that you at least have an effect on two people around you because they start seeing your change and then they see it and they want it. And that starts being a ripple effect. It starts affecting everyone. It goes by twos. My, my guides, when I was a very young girl, I would see twos a lot and I would ask them why. And until like a month ago, I understood it, by the way. And I'm talking about I was nine, probably. They would always say twos meant that if one knows, the next knows. So if one knows the truth, the next knows the truth as well. And it multiplies by twos. So as long as you're having these conversations with one person and you're giving them love and you're giving yourself love, then it's going to multiply by twos and it's going to it's going to impact the whole the whole community then the next community then the next community and so on until it's just a whole collective and i think we are in that era right now that it's multiplying by twos But I do want to say that it doesn't mean we have to agree in everything. The reason why there's so many different religions, it's because everyone translates the word of the universe, the word of the source of God, whatever it is that you call it, in different forms, in a different language, because we all have a different language and that is okay. There is a universal language, but then here on earth, we express it differently. And this, this difference in languages is so beautiful because we have to understand that that's what we're here to do, to be unique and to overcome this darkness. We have to see it with love, not with fear, not with judgment, not like, I don't get it. Why would they do that? Well, I'm going to say something. All of us, we are the past. That's what we are. We came back. Past lives mean that we were here about six generations ago, seven generations ago. So that means we created the past. So that means our responsibility is to love it now because truly... We are children that play. And what does a child do when they're confused and mad because they didn't receive love? They throw tantrums. And tantrums are getting louder and worse as we go. So, of course, we don't have to be all about, oh, let me hug you and you will be fine and you will stop all the darkness. No, it's about actually starting very small with ourselves, learning how to love ourselves, learning how to love our environment so that if you have children, if you have siblings, if you have friends, you can start giving them that. 
and their mindset can start start changing and that can stop a fight in the grocery store and that can stop a future fight that's in the senate because one of your children is going to be a senator we cannot keep focusing on what we cannot change we have to focus on what we can change and gain faith from there from our strength from our inner strength and the impact we can have in the future because that's truly the power we have and that's truly possible and that's why we never forget an activist because they're impacting those who haven't grown yet but they're setting an example and that's the only way that we can speak with the love language when there is darkness because you're lighting up something new and that's my answer for that question i hope you all enjoyed it now i want to get into a question that i think is very interesting because it's about age and death this person said having a crazy fear of aging and death i'm only 28 advice the reason why I chose this question, it's because I have a lot of people that tell me this. I have a lot of readings where they book a reading because they're afraid of their age and they feel like they cannot die yet. And I think this has a lot to do with goals, with setting goals, with setting very early goals. And we have to remember that when we're 12 and we're setting goals and we're saying at 25 I'm going to be a mom, a dad, a someone living here or wherever it is that you want to live in and so on, we truly cannot know the truth at that age. We cannot keep going back there and saying, oh, I can't let my 12-year-old down. No, we have to go back there and explain to that 12-year-old the reality of things. It's We cannot keep the same mentality if you see that life is different and that it is okay. That's one point. The no, another point is that just means you really, really enjoy living. And it can mean also that you really enjoy the life you've created. But then there has to be a set of fulfillment, a set of, I have done enough, enoughness. And death, being afraid of death is usually the fear of the unknowing, the unknown. And the unknown is the space where our deepest spiritual needs are. So usually those who are very afraid of death means they're very afraid of their light. They're very afraid of tapping into that other sense they have that it's not touch, hearing, smelling, and all those. It's more of a deeper spiritual or spirit-connected one. And to be open to letting that fear go, there has to be surrender to the unknown. No more control, no more wanting to know everything ahead, no more wanting to 
It's like a calculator. Like I have a calculator and I have to just calculate exactly when, where, and how. And no one has that calculator ever. That doesn't exist. You do not have that calculator. And to be able to fall in love with the unknown, you have to fall in love with experiencing with free will, experiencing with the lack of fear on every step you take. And fear comes from not trusting yourself. When you're fearful to take the next step, you don't trust yourself and you don't trust anything around you. So it's like this constant anxiety. And to trust everything around you and trust yourself, there has to be some sort of inner work where you go back and say, wait, but I'm alive and I've done everything for myself and I'm doing this. And you start feeling very proud of yourself. You start feeling very proud of every step you've taken and and how far you've gone. And by how far you've gone, I mean like you're still breathing, you eat, you are living life. I'm not talking about career or family or any of that. But if you are measuring yourself with those things, then that means that it's also kind of like a way of your mind telling you, hey, we're ready for a change. We are really, really ready for a change to to be set. And this change might have to do with family for that person that wrote that might just really want a family because that's that's what I'm picking up on but also kind of afraid to even have one. So truly when there's fear of age and death, it has a lot to do with trying to not miss out on something. So you're wanting something right here and now at that young age. When you're older and you're afraid, when you're in like your 40s, 50s, and you're afraid of death and age, that's usually because you're starting to connect to your inner child again. You're starting to connect to the truth of everything. You start to reminisce. You start to connect to this this different reality. It's like you see the truth again. It's like, oh, everything was okay back then. Why did I feel so much anxiety? Or why was I in a rush? Why was I running instead of walking? So instead of going that way and kind of asking yourself why, Connect more to the side of being proud of yourself again. Being proud of everything you've done, the way you did it. Fall in love with your story. Go over your story. Kind of pick up on all the tools you gained from life. Like, oh, I, I learned how to say no. I learned how to say yes. I learned how to receive. I learned how to give. I learned how to be this type of person. And you start being proud of yourself. So usually at that age... Instead of feeding into that fear, start feeding into this side of I can lead others now by example because I'm so far ahead in life in this way. So you start picking up on your maturity and how that maturity has given you so much. So that's my answer for that. Then the last but not least, I have a question that says, can higher vibrational beings understand our energy even if we don't speak to them out loud? Of course they can because they listen to just energy. We can say words. They don't listen to the words. They, lis- they see the vibration of the words. 
Every time we speak, just like music, there are octaves, they, there are just frequency, and that's what they see. Our bodies, those who are in the chorus are actually learning this, our bodies have a frequency, and they know if we're mad, we're sad, we are happy, we are nervous, they know. So they understand everything, even when you don't know yet. They know before we do. So that's why they always, when I channeled, sometimes they say things that the person's like, oh, I didn't know how to put that in wor into words. It's because they know, they see your frequency. So it's a lot clearer for them than for us sometimes. So thank you everyone for staying for the full Q&A episode. I'm so grateful for all of you. I'm going to be doing these at least every two weeks. So just if you have any topics that you think would be good for the Q&A, I'm open to receiving always. And I'm very grateful for all of you. I do want to wish everyone a great September. Focus on here and now. Don't go to the past. Slow down. Walk. Look at the ground. Look at where you're stepping on. What are your feet touching? Relax. It's going to be okay. I promise. And if you have any questions, please, I'm open to a conversation about what it we just talked about because even though you guys aren't here i feel your energy it's like you are here and have a beautiful day sending everyone so much love and light